What's up, everybody? Welcome back into another edition of Crossroads of the 12, a special offshoot edition of the Locked On Cougars podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Jay Catch, your host, and the reason why we call it Crossroads of the 12 is in Salt Lake City, the nickname is Crossroads of the West. Well, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the future of the Pac-12, the Big 12, and obviously the Mountain West has 12 teams as well, so with 12 teams and three conferences crossing over in this market, decided that's what we called the podcast. But as we're going to talk about here in just a moment, uh, let's talk about what's happening with the Pac-12 because there are regents meetings scheduled in Arizona for this coming evening, which could ultimately kind of lay out what the future of the Pac-12 is going to look like. Both Michael Crow as well as Robert Robbins, they are the presidents of Arizona State as well as the University of Arizona, uh, respectively. They are going to be meeting with the regents in the state of Arizona to determine what the next steps are with regards to their conference home in the future. The University of Washington has officially announced that they are having a regents meeting at 9 o'clock local time tonight. That's 10 o'clock here along the Wasatch Front and in Utah for those of you keeping track at home. The Arizona meeting is expected at 6 o'clock Pacific time at 7 o'clock in Utah. So could be an interesting 24 to 36 to 48 hours here for the future of the Pac-12 conference. All it really means for you as Cougar fans is to keep an eye on if Arizona and Arizona State jump to the Big 12, what is the next step? Does Utah hold their nose and make the plunge with those two schools to join the Big 12? Does the saber rattling coming from Florida State uh, in terms of the ACC and their discontentment uh, with the current deal with the Atlantic Coast Conference, does that have any uh, movement there where the Big 12 says, you know what, maybe we try and jailbreak a school out of that. There are so many things going on here that it feels like literally minute by minute the entire uh, complexion of what's going down could change. And I'm, I'm doing this special edition really because I just kind of wanted to update a couple of things. Now, John Canzano, obviously writing up there in the Pacific Northwest, has said that in a story that came out literally minutes before I sat down to record this, that he believes that Arizona and Arizona State will not make the move unless Oregon and Washington announce they are going to the Big Ten Conference. Now, the reason why to keep an eye on all of this is because Tony Petiti, who is the new uh, commissioner of the Big Ten Conference, there was a meeting amongst the Big Ten's, I guess, executive committee, whatever you call the chancellors and the presidents and the ADs, whatever it, it entails there, to give him uh, permission to start to look into expansion opportunities, particularly when it comes to Washington and Oregon. If those two schools leave the Pac-12 and make it the Pac-7, it's currently the Pac-9, at that point, that conference is going to implode. And everybody's going to be fending for themselves. Stanford and Cal probably will beg for scraps of whatever Oregon and Washington are getting from the Big Ten to get into the Big Ten. That pushes that league to 20 teams. I think Utah would absolutely jump on the life raft in their mind of what the Big 12 would be for them, even though they expect to be a Big Ten member at some point down the road. And I think that might be a little too fanciful thinking on their side of things. But the crazy thing about it is, is that, that Utah has made overtures to the Big Ten. Now, have they gone anywhere? No, based on the conversations I've had with folks, the conversations went okay, but they did not come to essentially a resolution that, hey, this is going to happen. We had Dan Wetzel on my uh, radio show this morning, DJ and PK on the KSL Sports Zone here in Salt Lake City, and he said that he had a Big Ten uh, trustee, a university trustee, or no, region, excuse me, that said that Utah is the most Big Ten-like program out here in the West, and he said that they would be a fit like a glove. That may not matter in this circumstance, because the Big Ten, what they're after, they're after Big 
names. And the biggest names remaining on the board out here in the West are the Washington Huskies and the Oregon Ducks. The University of Utah has a decent brand, but it's not on the same level as those schools. So that's where things stand with regards to how things are kind of shaking out, it looks like, for the conferences. But folks, I'm going to post this podcast, this special edition, and I feel like in 10 minutes, the entire thing could have changed once again. That, that's how crazy this entire circumstance has become with regards to what the future looks like for each one of these schools. But if you're a BYU fan, be very, very happy that Brett Yormark did what he did with the Big 12. Obviously, getting BYU into the conference was a big one in and of itself. You have to think Bob Bowlesby for that. But Brett Yormark coming in and really reading the tea leaves and getting the Big 12's media rights out to market ahead of when a lot of people thought they should have. There are a lot of people saying it was a foolhardy decision for him to do that. Well, now it looks like absolute genius level move. He's got Colorado in the fold. Does he get the Arizona Wildcats? Does he get the Arizona State Sun Devils? And then at that point, they're at 15. Who's number 16? I think 16 is the perfect number to sit at for the time being if it's going to ultimately go down this way. And then you wait for the ACC to figure out what they're going to do. If the ACC can jailbreak themselves, then you're automatically probably looking at Louisville to bring into the conference. I think you're looking at Pitt because they're natural geographical rivals. Obviously, West Virginia and Pitt with the backyard brawl. Louisville's a stone's throw away relative to Cincinnati. Those seem like very natural additions. Obviously, you'd probably throw your hat in the ring for the likes of Florida State as well as Miami, North Carolina, the, the big dogs in the ACC. But I think for the time being, you get to 16 teams, whether that includes Utah or not, that's that doesn't really matter. But as the Big 12, just be happy as a Cougar fan that you have a place at the table. This is a very fast-moving circumstance, and who knows where it's ultimately all going to shake out. But just be happy as a BYU fan that everything's shaking out the way it is because BYU's got a place at the table, whereas other universities, particularly in the Pac-12, They are looking at all kinds of upheaval, and their futures are far, far from secure. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we want to talk about one other point on today's show, and that with regards to Iowa State and their ongoing gambling uh, issue uh, within their football program. One very notable player in particular in very deep water when it comes to legal issues with regards to gambling on sports. We'll get to that in just a moment. Real quick word on our friends over at LinkedIn. They've been working on this for uh, months and years now, my friends. The best part about LinkedIn is they want to help you guys out, whether you're a hiring manager or a small business owner. You all know that the stakes in terms of hiring people can be just it's it's do or die and you can feel like it's a it's an all or nothing type game but the best part about LinkedIn is they're trying to help you guys out uh, make sure that you guys have the best candidates available to you guys all you got to do is go to linkedin.com slash locked on college you actually can post your job posting for free that's LinkedIn linkedin.com slash locked on college to post that job for free the best part about it is they are rated number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors so get on it my friends that's linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and exclusions may apply All right, let's talk a little bit about what's going on at Iowa State. Now, Hunter Deckers was the starting quarterback for the Iowa Iowa State Hawkeyes. Iowa State Hawkeyes, holy smokes, that was an awful. I saw a Big Ten on the brain, apparently. The Iowa State Cyclones uh, this past season starting all 12 games and looked like a guy that was poised to maybe have a breakout year this year as ISU starting quarterback. Well, apparently he gambled thousands of times on very small wagers. If you look at the total amount of money and the total amount of actual bets placed on a draft King's account under that was ostensibly controlled by him, but was under his parents' name. 
He was doing, felt like five, 10, maybe $20 wagers, but that's just a no-no. You know the stakes. You, as an athlete, you cannot be caught up in this. And he was betting actually on games that involved Iowa State football. But let's be clear, on the game in particular they did mention, he did not gamble on a game that he played in. He just gambled on a game that he was a member of the program for. The situation is that under the new NCAA gambling guidelines, this is a young man who could have his eligibility revoked immediately and, and just terminated. He could be a man without a country, uh, so to say, and have to maybe try and uh, latch on with an NFL team as a practice squad type player. This is the this is the high stakes nature of sports gambling being legalized. Is there's going to be more situations like this in states where gambling is legalized? Now, in the state of Utah, with BYU housed here in Provo, I, I feel like the state of Utah, frankly, maybe the very last a state in the union, unless there's a federal act to legalize gambling uh, nationwide, Utah would be the last, I feel like, state to legalize sports gambling. I have my issues with, with that uh, in terms of just my legal, uh, not my legal, my political leanings, because I think that it should be legalized. But nonetheless, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Hunter Deckers, because BYU does play Iowa State this season, and Iowa State was a program that needed a little bit of a bounce back year with Matt Campbell at the helm. They had a, a really down year a year ago, and he He's not in any danger of getting fired, it feels like, but Matt Campbell's been one of those hotshot young coaches that feels like he is poised to do big things in college football. There are a lot of people that thought he should have left Iowa State long before this, but to lose your starting quarterback, uh, doing something he should at least and just downright just shouldn't do in terms of sports gambling and gambling on your team, it's a really really slippery slope and if you're Matt Campbell you got to be thinking what in the world are you doing putting your eligibility and our success as a football program at risk it's just a, it's a bad bad deal for Hunter Deckers there are other players uh, both at Iowa and Iowa State who are caught up in this uh, apparently Deckers is facing a criminal complaint because he tried to mess with the overall record that was put out there uh, with regard not the record the records or the messing with the overall investigation by Iowa's uh, legal uh, legal arm on all of this don't mess with the law first off don't gamble on sports if you're an athlete playing in the sport it's just it's a bad bad deal all the way around and Hunter Deckers may cause Iowa State to be stuck in the bottom tier of the Big 12 this season just simply due to his selfish act in terms of betting on sports and uh, trying to really hide it. He had it under his parents' name but IP addresses can be tracked and it can be found on your phone. Like, th th this is just don't do it. If you are an athlete out there who is considering doing this, you're not smarter than any of these people. These people who do this, the sports gambling stuff, they go to school for this. They have degrees in this stuff. They have the most sophisticated technology out there to monitor this at all times. So just simply put, do not do it. So crazy, crazy times all the way around. Conference realignment, athletes gambling on sports. We had an Alabama basketball, uh, not basketball, baseball coach fired because he was trying to game the system uh, outside of his state. It's just crazy, crazy stuff. Just don't do it. And let's kind of wait and see what's going to happen. Crazy times, but all the same, a big thank you to all of you for your support of the podcast. Uh, if you're watching this, I'm actually in a different studio recording this, and uh, some of you are probably going to comment on this. It does look like uh, church uh, ball type court material on the wall behind me. It's because I am in a church-owned facility recording this. So uh, nonetheless, a big thank you for all your support. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review to the show, uh, and obviously 
with this venture. Shorter form podcasts uh, coming out at different times of the day. So thank you for all the support regardless. And make sure you follow Locked On Cougars. Continue to make us your first listen of the day. Continue to be everydayers with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And until tomorrow, who knows what's going to happen. But we'll talk about it on Locked On Cougars and the Crossroads of the Twelve.